another interstate trip and another win for the Bloods, but a favourite son goes down with injury in a freak accident. This is True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast, and today on the show we'll be discussing our review of the wet weather slog against Brisbane, the preview of the next game this Friday night against Carlton at the SCG and everything else Sydney Swans. My name is Tom Flanagan, and I'm joined tonight in the Podular Media Studio by Madison Clark and Ben Andrew. How are we, fellas? But before we get to the game, Millsy. The Rolls Royce back in the shop. <laughs> Back in the shop for an extended period of time, written off for the season. It's that that Moore Park region is evidently cursed, isn't it? Yep. First rampy last year, and now and but that's, this year. that's why it was just ridiculous. Yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. Same team, same park, and he's out for the rest of the season. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it when the news came yeah. through. I thought it was a joke, to be honest. Yeah, well, more Not a very more, funny one. More to the point, Mads. A conflicted Tommy Flanagan this weekend. Oh. Going up against your old mob, Tommy. <laughs> the Blue Baggins. Don't worry, there's no there's no allegiance uh, towards that mob. Oh, we're tuning into the blueprint this week. Oh yes. <laughs> for oh, their yes. Uh, for their projections on the game. I will too, actually. That's a good point. It'd be interesting to see That's what those boys say. I'll, uh, I'll probably uh, steer clear of the debrief, though. I reckon those boys are gonna be absolutely chomping at the bin. <laughs> mate, you talk about a lead. Being in the stratosphere, fed. I, I said I, I commented on on the. I got tagged in it in uh, their little. Post it was a today. huge win. It was amazing. Oh, it was uh, unbelievable. Let's take nothing away from them. But if I know the Melbourne Football Club, Benny, and I do, uh, Tommy, they love breaking hearts, and I just can't wait to see it. <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell. But we've gotten off topic, Millsy. That is just. Outrageous. Yeah, it's absolute tragedy how, how that could happen. They were just tossing around a gridiron ball uh, at the end of training. They were walking around the Moore Park facility and somehow he's lost his footing and just snapped his foot. Like, how, how does that happen? I couldn't believe well, it. Well, you just explained it. That's how it happens and it's uh, fundamentally outrageous. It's pretty, pretty annoying. Do you reckon a horse would have cracked it at him? Yeah, I they, wouldn't have been that happy with it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's it would have been the same as as Dane last year. He would have just been sitting there shrugging his shoulders, like, "What do you do?" Seriously. Yeah. I mean, and you know what, boys will be boys. I will. I chuck I chuck the pigskin around every now and then. Got to crack gags. Got to crack gags with the boys. You can't absolutely. just absolutely. You can't just wrap yourself in cotton. I mean, I just can't time. sit at home all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But yeah, Millsy, if you're listening, we'll miss you. It would be great to see you out on the field again in 2018, but we're not going to see him for the rest of this year, which is very unfortunate for the Swannies and for Millsy. Um, but it was a great win on the weekend. The boys were challenged at stages from the Brisbane Lions. Tough conditions, wet weather conditions, but stood up to everything pretty well. And I thought it was a pretty professional and experienced display in, in what that's were difficult word. conditions. Yeah, that's the word, experienced. Yep. Not to take anything away from the Brisbane Lions. Uh, I think Horse says it best when he says you, you kind of look at their ladder position and then you look the other way because yep. it is just not re- reflective of that football club and where they're at at the moment. That's correct. It was a, it was, they were really tight and contested for the first half. Uh, it was our more senior uh, level heads that were, that were getting things done, namely... JPK. Bloody oath. The skipper. To be honest, I wasn't worried at any point in the game. I thought we had answers to any time. They came at us and Jake Lloyd at the moment, to be honest, that that man is... The whole back six again, I said it it before the show, but we covered the lack of Mills really, really, really well um, because they just kept playing the consistent football that they're playing, Tommy. I've heard Essendon supporters describe Jake, uh, sorry, Zach Merritt as a uh, midfield robot. I would say that Jake Lloyd is a small running defender robot. Yeah, you know, he he, yeah, he just for sure. he, he's got that process to the way that he goes about it, the positioning that he puts himself in, uh, the the you know the way that he's able to deliver the ball off half back is just so syst- systemic. Uh, the way that he that he yeah. does it, it's every time you know the way that he's going to do it, and he executes. How about, and other sides can't seem to stop him. How about our new intercept king, Reg Grundy? <laughs> Reg. He has become more reliable with age. I've said it before. There were times where I got very nervous when he was going into the ball. He is in career best form. I was speaking His to intercept a, marking is obscene. Hangers Grundy. I was speaking to a uh, Carlton, the clunk. Carlton supporter colleague at work today. And he's like, for the first two games, I thought, okay, Reg is done. 
But now he's thinking all Australian. <laughs> yeah. well, this is the thing. This is the thing. Realistically, him and Rampy, and this may seem may seem one eyed, but they have to be leading contenders. Surely for for the spine. Surely they are absolutely. They have been arguably our best players all year. I'd said it last week, Smith. Rampy and Grundy are the three best one-on-one defenders in the yeah. comp. Well, in the whole you, comp. if you look and at they consistency, they they are. Yeah, they are. They're, and week in, week out, they are doing their thing. How good were some of Rampy's efforts? The one against Charlie Cameron, where he forced Cameron to lose his footing, yeah, and that then was huge. Nailed that low and dart, put the string out to Cunningham. Then he hit him. Yeah. He hit him lace out. Yeah, so fifty meter pass in the wet. He was going towards the boundary yeah. in the wet, and he hit him lace out from forty five meters away. It was unbelievable. And, and then he, not, he should not have been odds on, odds on to win that contest with Charlie. Cameron. The foot race for Lord Charlie Lord Cameron, not, but he just put the muscle on him and and then tucked got, it, got it done, which yeah. was genius. And then again in the last quarter, that double Maybe smother, the, time, the double smother on yeah. Zorko. And then on Cameron to save that certain goal deep inside the defensive half. That was great. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Love Dan. Twice um, my, my man. That's indeed. Indeed, man. Uh, buddy. Yeah, Bub was good. Bub was good. Thought he uh, acquitted himself pretty well coming back and slotted in nicely. And we weren't too buddy focused. There were, that we still used the McCartan Avenue. It wasn't uh, straight back to that old. Um, formula of just kick it to Buddy, kick it to Buddy, which I loved. In a way, I thought that the conditions probably helped Buddy because yeah. realistically, in that situation, you'd back him in to win the ball once he's brought it to ground. Uh, as opposed to having three blokes hanging off him and hope that in dry conditions he can take marks. And there were several times he, he picked the ball up off the ground, broke tackles and hit people, lace yeah. out, which yeah. was great to see in my favourite part of Buddy's game. And his effort in the fourth quarter, Tommy. Yeah, the smother at half back on Witherden and then went to bump beams over, yeah. beams over the boundary line. That, Wonderful. that was great. Yeah, great that leadership was awesome. there from Bud. Awesome. It was very spiteful, wasn't it? It was. There was a little bit of fire in it. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. It all, all Hannah's, came... got, Hannah's got taken yeah. out by Robinson. Yep. That was that was huge. That was that probably was big hit. the best bump I've seen this year. That was a, oh, yeah, for sure. a legal, completely legal, and exactly what the bump used to be. So no, and, no problem with that at all. And credit to Hannah's and his toughness. He got up four minutes later and set up the following goal, which yep. is, you know, yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. that's what Hannah's is all about. Poor bloke. He just gets nailed <laughs> week in, week out. He just gets crunched does, by everyone. Yeah. I think it must be because he's small. I know he's stocky, but he's he's not a he's not a tall. He's not a tall player. man, not at all. Jeez, he gets cleaned up. He does, he does, Benny. But he keeps coming back for more. Tough as nails, Mads. Bit like yourself. Well, like a cat's head, mate. Um, now Heaney, so clean and efficient once again. Yep. Another very balanced game from Heaney on in all facets. Did he kick? Um, Kicked so, two goals in the second so, quarter. Break broke the game open. A and bit. There was a bit of a scoring deadlock there in that yeah. second quarter. And he took that, that absolute clean club of a And he's he's been pretty average um, set shot wise this year. So it was good to see him steer a couple straight, which was fantastic. Yeah, good confidence builder for him. Indeed. Indeed. And in what was such a scrap of a game to yeah. see him so clean every time he touched the ball was just great to see. Absolutely. Mark of his class. Um, Riley Stoddart, I thought, far from being the the ideal conditions for him, I thought he presented well, obviously like a, a drier patch of ground to run on, um, but he showed a lot. Yeah, he, a fair bit. he looked I was quality. happy with him. He's quality. just got to learn that there are no U-turns in this game. <laughs> <laughs> he should have given the handball off, but he made it stick, so he gets away with it. Good on him. That's it. If you're, gonna, if you're going to... Uh, if you're going to back yourself... Things, you've got to kick the goal, Benny. But that run and dash, love that drive that, that he gave us when he had the ball in his yeah, hands. Absolutely. And, and very good good to see him hit the scoreboard as well, even though he probably should have given it off as he just alluded God, to. God, the there. boys got around and him. And they got they? around him, yeah. Love that. Yeah, like like Stott up. Uh, Riley had a few things to say to Swans TV just following the game, so let's have a little listen to that now. It was the gay race shower, first of all. Oh, it was awesome. I couldn't see much. Um, but yeah, all the boys are getting around me. It's, it's, it's what, you, what you play for, really, in your first game. Get a win with the boys is unbelievable. And you got a goal. Can you talk us through that? Uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to get on the end of one. I probably should have handballed it, actually. But uh, I was lucky Lucky it went through. Um, yeah, unbelievable feeling. Um, one, of the, one of the best feelings I've ever had in my life. So, yeah. Pretty tough conditions out there. Did it, did it seem tough all day to sort of get in the game? 
Yeah, credit to Brisbane. They were, they were a really good side. Um, yeah, their pressure was unbelievable. But um, yeah, we brought the pressure for four quarters. Um, and yeah, yeah, it was a really tough, tough game, especially early with the with the rain and wet. But um, yeah, we slogged it out. We grinded it out. Hopefully. There's uh, Riley Stoddart there. Uh, great debut from him. Spoke well too. The yeah, boy. spoke. Yeah, well, he seems to be a very level-headed young man. From what yeah, I've nah, heard from the him. boys got around me. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Gatorade shower. Good on you, Riley. You got three fans in this uh, in this studio. Oh yeah. A uh, couple of the other stars uh, on the weekend. I thought Benny Ronk's goal was fantastic. That just classic small forward play, the the rove and the the snap. Yeah, just just knows where to go, doesn't he? Yep. Would you be a bit nervous if you were Tom Papley? I think there's room for both. There's of definitely yeah. room for yeah. both. There's definitely room for both. Yeah. But I tell you, he's looking fantastic, and yeah. I see him. He's getting a little bit niggly at yeah, times. Absolutely. He's tough. He's tough as he He's very... He's nuggety. Oh, I love that goal yeah. as well. I just yeah. thought it was Classic. fantastic. Classic small are you forward talking, craft. Are you talking about the... The snap. Yeah, the His snap was goal. unbelievable. Um, but he also got into the goal square at perfect timing as well. And just... He has uh, this really... Uh, Ability to really quickly release the ball onto his yep. foot yep. really, really quickly, which uh, is uh, the hallmark of a good small forward, Benny. I'd agree with that, Mads. I was very impressed with both mm. girls. Another one who had a great night again. The third time in a row that he's had 20-plus disposals in a game. Oh. Oflo. 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 Oli Florent, he's just gone from strength to strength every week this year. He's been unreal. Have Again on the weekend. I have absolutely loved Ollie these yeah. past couple of weeks. I think it's a great story. I love the way that he's coming along. I think the run and dash that he's adding to our side is fantastic. And I can't wait to see him sort of move into a little bit of an outside mid he's sort the of outside role. He's mid we needed. Absolutely. And, and we'll get him as an outside mid, which is so, so exciting, Tommy. Harry. Harry Cunningham. He's in Solid. career best form. Solid. Career best. Yep. Because we could... We couldn't say that Harry is solid week in, week out, but he's been fantastic these last couple of weeks. I've been really happy with Harry. Yeah, he's been better. He's been good. Uh, Beyond serviceable, Tommy. He's been good more often <laughs> than he's been poor, I, I would have thought. This oh, yeah, year. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. How about we go through the votes, Tommy? What do you think? Yep, I reckon that's a pretty good idea. And uh, the one vote that we got this week for the Round 10 Clash against Brisbane, well, this is the so man that we've stiff. already spoken about. So stiff. An absolute superstar. The rock of the defence, the, the clunk. At the back, as we touched on a second ago, Reg Grundy. Oh, yes. 18 disposals, eight of those contested, five marks, two of those contested, and nine intercept possessions is the big one. He's getting himself in good spots, isn't he? Mr. Fixit coming in with two votes. Isaac Heaney. Just another good game. I don't think we really need to... I don't really feel the need to go into it too much. Everyone knows you would have had about 20 touches, 10 contested, 20 pressure racks, standard, six marks. In those conditions, yeah, that's six marks is phenomenal. solid, yeah. really solid. Yep, five tackles, four score involvements, and the two set shots. Which that first one, uh, as we mentioned before, really kind of broke the game open. Definitely, Mads, who got the three? The third was uh, Mr. Grundy's partner in crime, the Great Dane. Oh yes, the Great Dane. The Sixteen disposals, four of which were contested, and again. This is the most phenomenal stat you'll hear all night, Tommy. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you that much for free, in fact. 88% efficiency in those conditions. Using the ball well. Unheard of. And didn't we notice it? Did we've all we just notice spoke, it? We've all just spoken about how clean he, he was all night. And then you think about the conditions. Yeah. Unbelievable. He was hitting people left, right and centre and six intercepts as well. Tommy, Tommy, four votes. Redemption in your eyes. Uh, for, for my man. My man George. Well, I wouldn't call it quite redemption. He had a pretty good week last weekend. Yeah, he did. The, but the you've Dockers. also you've also clipped him in the past. Yeah, I clipped him. You do uh, give him a clip, Tommy. Yeah, I have given him a clip, but I also I'll give him a bit of love when he does well, and he has done very very well on the weekend once again. George Hewitt, twenty eight disposals, twenty one of those contested. Big numbers there. Twenty two pressure acts, ten clearances, seven inside fifty, five tackles, four hundred twenty four meters gained, couple of score involvements. He, he's turning into a pretty complete. Midfielder George, he can Definitely. he can do the lockdown work and he can hurt opposition offensively going uh, going forward too. No doubt, no doubt. Mads, five votes. Five votes. We haven't actually mentioned him. El Capitano, JBK, Joshua, thirty-four disposals, twenty-three contested, twenty-one pressure acts, seven tackles, and seven clearances. And in a day. 
And we will just touch on it, Tommy, because I know this will be a touchy subject for you, but it's probably the only game all year that Cal Sinclair has been significantly beaten. Um, Steph was great. Steph was. Um, Steph, was. Let's, let's give the Chieftain a bit of an out here. Steph, for mine, is probably the third best Ruckman, if not second best I Ruckman. I believe that's actually league. his rank. I think at the moment he's ranked as the third yeah, best. Yeah, I'd say he'd be definitely around there behind, you know, Sandlands Grundy and, Grundy. and, and, uh, and Sandilands. But uh, to get some clearances is pretty phenomenal as well. So very well done, Captain. He's purpose-built for those conditions, isn't oh, he? Oh, yes, he is. He's like a, he's like a Jeep if uh, Callum Mills is the uh, Rolls-Royce. Then, uh, I'll raise you one better. Oh. I'll say he's the G-Wagon. He's the ultimate off-roader. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I don't know cars. He's the land, land cruiser. I was out of my depth there from the start, so well done. So just to recap, for round 10 against Brisbane, it is one vote to Grundy, two votes to Henny, three votes to Rampy, four votes to Hewitt, and five votes to Kennedy, and it takes us to the leaderboard. Before we get there, Jones, stiff to miss. Very yeah, stiff Boyd, to miss. Stiff yep. to miss. Macca, the farewell tour rolls, rolls on. Rolls on into Brisbane. Uh Florent, Smith, Ronk, Papley, Hayward, Frank the Tank. Yep. Yeah. All could, all could all could have chipped in for a vote or two. Yep. By all means. Oh, so well, the leaderboard. Uh, the leaderboard. Heaney has extended his lead by one. Uh, he's picked up the two votes on the weekend, but Kennedy moved into second place. So Heaney on twenty five. Kennedy, uh, nineteen votes into second place. Franklin eighteen votes in third. Sinclair and Parker equal fourth with fourteen votes. And that is the True Bloods. Player of the year, and uh, yeah, it's a Heaney convincingly once again just running away. Yeah, and he'll keep doing it. He's playing the most consistent football I've seen in a while. So, Mister Fix It, going to be hard to beat. But uh, look, Tommy, I reckon we go to a break, and we'll uh, pick things up from there. This is True Bloods. You're listening to True Blood, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Welcome back to True Bloods. Now on True Bloods every week, we like to get into a little bit of our greatest swan of the past 25 years competition last week. Now, when we say greatest swan of the past 25 years, it's just really Tommy leading people into the slaughter, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, fraught with danger, (laughs) this this topic. But we're in the uh, in the finals now, Tommy. Yeah, it is the quarter quarterfinal time, and the first quarterfinal was run and won last week, and it was the great man Paul Kelly up against the great man Brett Kirk. And, well, the result went the way of Captain Courageous Kelly, 63% of the vote, 593 of your votes on the True Bloods Facebook page. Defeated Brett Kirk, 37% of the vote, uh, 440, uh, sorry, 343 votes. Overall, it was for Kirky. So Brett Kirk, 241 games, 96 goals. Swans captain, 05 to 10. Two-time Bob Skilton medalist, 05-07. All-Australian 2004. Robert Rose Award for League's Most Courageous Player, 2006. AFLPA Best Captain Award, 2010. AFLPA Madden Medal, 2010. And 2005 Premiership Player, eliminated by <laughs> Paul Kelly, 234 captain games. Captain Courageous. Mm. 200 goals, Swans captain 1993 to 2002, four-time Bob Skilton medalist 92, 93, 96, 97, Brownlow medalist in 1995, vice-captain in the Sydney Swans team of the century and is a member of the Australian Football Hall of Fame. Kel through to the semi-final. Unbelievable. Um, and Tommy, I'm... take a breath, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> have, a, have another cold shower, Tommy. Um, now, I just want to say thank you for the, to the True Bloods faithful for their... I guess engagement, support and, of this competition, commitment. Yeah, because that's a that's a bloody lot of votes. Um, yeah, it's a fair few votes there. The True, True Bloods faithful getting right around the greatest one of the past twenty five years competition, which rolls on this week with the second quarter final, and it's another couple of big names as you'd imagine. Mickey O versus JPK is the quarter final. Bloody two. hell! So, who's who's the favourite boys? Who do you reckon's uh, the biggest chance of taking this one out, mate? Mickey O. Love JPK. Just too green for this. Too green. Is he though? Yeah, it's too new. It'll be Mickey. 
It will be For Mickey. Sure. It definitely will be Mickey. But uh, but it's, he's got he's got my vote. hundred percent, hundred percent. But um, I did read the comments on the uh, Cali vs Kirk, and it's getting harder for people. Because they'll, they'll make it, they'll make a call, but they're like, yeah, gosh, I love Kirky. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yep, that is the uh, greatest one of the past 25 years competition. Vote uh, tomorrow. It'll be up Wednesday morning. Uh, also in our second segment, as we like to do, we like to pose a little bit of a social question. And the social question today was, should we be managing any players or bringing in any new bloods in the next fortnight? If you were John Longmire, what would you do over the next couple of weeks? And we had a few responses to this question from the True Bloods faithful. We did. I've got one here, Tommy. This is from uh, L. Habak or Ali Habak. The Sydney Swans need to put Gary Rowan up front to score a lot of six-point goals as opposed to those uh, Zopa goals, Benny, that you can uh, score. Um, with Ben Ronk and Buddy and every available Sydney Swans player, so the Sydney Swans can hopefully maybe crash and burn Carlton Parade at the SCG this Sat Sunday game <laughs> and get the Sydney Swans percentage up a lot this game and Parker, Josh P. Kennedy and Haywood as well. Can't argue with much of that, Tommy. <laughs> Good stuff there, Mads. Uh, I, uh, I saw one from Alan Crosby. Uh, definitely rest Sinclair and Macca. Interesting thoughts there. Sinclair has been doing a mountain of hard work, bringing the informed Darcy Cameron to replace the Chief. Uh, secondly, rest Macca. We've had a very hard eight games to date. Need Macca for a strong second half of the season and no doubt a finals campaign. His replacement... Nick Newman. I've been watching his games in the Neeful. He's ready to take his place back in our side. So, Alan Crosby with those thoughts. Reasonable. You can't... I'm probably of the belief as well that sinkers could do with a break. I would not not be uh, against giving sinkers a spell yeah, he at looked, all. He looked gassed at the end of the game. And Darcy and Cameron's in great nick. He's been best yeah. on ground the last two weeks yep. in the Neeful. Or the Neeful. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> Old habits die hard. We had uh, Miko Williams chime in. No resting. Need a percentage boost. Play best players available. We and whilst do. I do agree with him, we do. I think that's a bit short-sighted personally. But yep. Miko, thank you for your input, mate. Much appreciated. Agreed. Um, this is an interesting comment from uh, Stone Age Romeo. Ooh. Which is an interesting name. Don't know if it's his Christian name, Tommy. Stone but, Age. Uh, Who are you trying to get away from, Stone Age? <laughs> <laughs> um, cannot take any game for granted. Last year, with every game being do or die, we ran out of breath when we go into the finals. Now, I don't know whether he's saying that we should rest people or that we shouldn't because he's saying we ran out of path at the end of last year. I, I don't know. I can't make don't, it. Don't yeah, I, I personally... Uh, Mr. Romeo, I personally would think that we're fortunate enough not to have to play every game, do or die. Correct. So we can afford to A, rest, B, experiment with guys like Darcy Cameron and, it, and the like. You just don't want to see a disaster situation, you know, a week out before the bye when we play West Coast and one of Sinclair and McVay go down. That's you, know, right. you just don't want that. That's right. That's, that's oh. a worst case scenario and it could happen if you don't give them a break. Yep, agreed. You got one, Tommy? Uh, yeah, I've got this one from Nick Potter. Rose and Newman are killing it in the NEFL, and Newman is off contract. We need to keep him. Look at Sam Murray at the pies. I'd rotate Jack out for Newman and maybe give Sinclair a rest for Cameron. Benny, what do you think of that? Jack out you, for uh... Newman? You know, I'm, I'm inclined to give that a look. I don't think that Jack is in scintillating form. No, I agree. We have, nothing, we have nothing to lose yep. by Playing subbing him out. They're probably, in terms of, I think the reason that Newman's been kept out, as we were saying, is because of Florence's speed, his pace. You're not, you're kind of doing a like for like if you take out Jack and put in Newman, because they're probably roughly the same speed. I think yeah, it's probably I Marsh just... that's keeping Newman out of, out of the side more than anyone. Um, he probably, you reckon? Well, Newman probably had Marsh's spot in the side right. last year. I should probably... Yeah, I'd agree with that. And But you know what? If you want to keep it a direct comparison between Jack and Newman, Newman's a better user. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if, I, if I'm 
all that happy with Jack going out for Newman. I wouldn't mind Jack going out, but if he if he were to go out, it'd be maybe for a Robinson. Maybe. You'd want Robinson in, would you? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, on, I'm no. on Robinson. Robinson Speedy. went out, went out. He yeah. went out uh, with like nearly 30 and three. Mm. He was fantastic. Yep. But again, you probably give you give Kieran a little bit more as well. He hasn't hasn't uh, set the world on fire, but there have been games where he's been really important. I look back to the Geelong game and he had oodles of tackles and pressure acts, and that was absolutely absolutely vital to us winning that game. We need him at his best uh, come September. So I think I think there's still a place for. Kieran in the side because we want him in the best 22 come the end of the year. Sort of guy that can turn it on in finals as yeah. well. He was our best finals player last year. Yeah, 100%. Um, can we just go back to Sinclair for a moment? Yeah. He has had one of the most consistent and tough years ever and he's just stood stood up and risen to the challenge. But I think he does need a break, definitely. Yeah. He needs a chop out. And Darcy Cameron's the man to do that. He's in scintillating form, as we discussed, in the NAFL. What do we reckon? It's been an immense workload for Cal, and yeah. I thoroughly uh, agree with everything that you said there. Probably, I think you might have to... It, it, you can leave Cal on the side, but therefore McCartan would have to come out yep. to let Cameron come in so he can be relief ruck. So yep. if Cal's not going to uh, be a direct swap and, and you're not going to fully rest Cal, maybe you just need to rest him forward. So would, would you just plonk him in the forward line? Maybe you just plonk him in the forward line if you yep. want to keep him in the side. Because then if the game does get tight and Cruz is getting on top, you can swing Cal into the ruck for the second half. But I wouldn't think that you'd rest him for the West Coast game prior to the bye or the Richmond game after the bye. So it has to be in these next two weeks that's, if you're going to yeah. do it with Carlton and St Kilda coming That's up. the thing. And the bye is just a bonus, right? Everybody gets to rest and, and recoup and rejuvenate. Um I just think now more than ever, Cal probably needs a bit of a, a chop out. Yep. Fair. Fair. Yeah. He definitely he definitely needs a chop out. Yeah. I think we're all in agreement. Big month there. with Goldstein, McAvoy, Sanderlands and Martin. Yeah. And wow. Cruz are coming up this week, so huge. Yeah, and see Cruz is gonna be very physical. Yeah. So it's maybe Cruz it's the maybe form. it's the St Kilda game. Maybe it's the St Kilda game that you can give Cal a rest. Perhaps. Perhaps. Anyway, that's our social segment. We've got one more little uh Segment that we like to do in our second segment here on True Bloods every week. Mads, your brainchild. My brainchild. The obscure swan. What do we reckon, Benny? You got one? I sure do. Oh, God. I'm Originally. Ready. I'm ready. Can we handicap Tommy somehow? I'm yeah, ready. actually, no, this is a really good point. <laughs> Maybe what I'll do is I'll just do it with you, Mads. And then I'll basically <laughs> swing it over to Tommy when we're, when we're not sure. Which will be very quickly. Originally from country Western Australia and drafted out of West Perth in 2001 and picked number 22 to a rival AFL club. Mm. Made his senior debut in 2004 and with this, uh, in his time at the club, he became a premiership player. In 2000, so he was drafted. He, he made his debut in 2004 yep. okay. in his time with the club. Sure. He was a premiership player. Yep, sure. In 2009, Mm -hmm. he announced his intention to leave that club. Okay. And he was a part of a three-way trade that saw him land at the Swans, where he would play a total of five games, kicking as many goals. Tommy, are you anywhere at the moment? No, pretty tough. That's right. So put it this way. 2004 was Port. 2005 was us, 2006 was West Coast, 2007 was Cats. Geelong, Geelong, 2008 was Hawthorne, Hawthorne 2009 was Geelong. Geelong. And that's when he elected for a trade. Yep. He suffered an ankle injury in 2012 and subsequently missed the remainder of the season and failed to break back into the site. And he was delisted at the end of that season. Bloody hell. I reckon it's okay. someone from Geelong. A couple of, I've got a couple of hints. Yeah. I've got a couple of hints. The Brisbane Lions were the other club that was involved in the three-way trade to bring this player to our side. Huh. Did Eamon Buchanan, was he the other He player? was the other player. Um, Jesus. So it's that trade... Got it. Yeah. yeah of course you do. <laughs> yeah. 
right, give, me, give me half a point per game. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, I'll, I'll give. That's, I'll what, tell you that's what. what gave it away for. Yeah. Here's an extra. Here's a, here's another little clue for you, Mads. Yep. He wore. Oh, maybe I won't go with that one. That gives it away. <laughs> he was a ruckman. I'm nowhere. I'm absolutely nowhere. Oh, it's a strong. Oh, no, 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 that's enough. That's enough. It's not uh, not Mark Seby, is it? Bang on, Mads. Yes. You got it. <laughs> Finally, I had, to, I had to leave yeah. that one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I had a, I had a couple of clues here because I went deliberately obscure with my uh, with my little run in. Yeah. Um, I was also going to say, obviously, took over Hawley's jumper at number yep. one, and you know, drafted by the Eagles. Very good. It's unlucky, Steve. Was he in the? He was really unlucky. He was unlucky in 2010. When, 2010, he was our number one ruck, and then he got injured, and Mumford and Pike just took Mumford over, and, and he never got back just. in. Never was got he, back in. Was he an 06 Premiership player? Yeah. Uh, he yes, was, he, was, was, yeah. he was. He was. Wow. Yeah, he was for West Coast. Wow. Wow. You want to fact check anything else while we're here? <laughs> well, I was just curious. <laughs> I mean, tell you what, the bloke gets one win on the board, <laughs> and he starts coming after me. <laughs> Seriously, you're welcome. By the way. <laughs> Call that a hand pass, mate. It's goal assist. Jesus. So it is Mark Seavey. We, we add Mark Seavey to the list of obscure swans. We do. Five games. Five, five games, games for five goals. Yeah, right. There you go. Well, there you go. Another, uh, another very successful segment of the obscure swan. Very well done, Benny. Very well picked. He changes his tune when he gets it, doesn't he, mate? <laughs> changes his tune big time. Yeah. All right, boys, after the break, let's get stuck right into the round 11 clash against Carlton. This is True Bloods. Can't wait. You're listening to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Welcome back to True Bloods. Now, before we get into the massive round 11 preview of the clash against We simply must address the fact that our music... Sucks. It is terrible. This and, thing is- and do you know what? I've been we've been discussing this and, and I want the True Bloods Faithful to rest assured that there is new stinger music coming. We're working we're, on it. We're going to amend the intro music because we feel um, it could be modernised by all means because that is a song from the early twenties. And the stinger I don't even know if you'd call that music. The 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 mid, middle stinger music. <laughs> it is just a boop 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 terrible. We're working on it. We're working on it. Rubbish. We'll get the blues. The blues. This Friday night, an opportunity to level uh, at the SCG. Yes, and it is uh, Marn Grook at the SCG to kick off the Sir Douglas Nichols round. Swans wearing the amazing new Indigenous round jumper, which tells the story of the Black Swan Gunyu, inspired by the artwork of leading New South Wales artist Cheryl Davison, and that's a as we touched on. Do you know the story? It's a beautiful print. Do you know the story, though, about the black swan? Uh, I do. Fill in the listeners, Matt. Oh, well, I will. Uh, it was about a, uh, a white swan that was attacked by a number of other swans and it was left bloodied and beaten and bruised. And a crow came and helped it out and gave it some, some of its own feathers and it became a black swan. There you go. Well, in any case, it looks fantastic. It does. It does. It looks absolutely fantastic. It does. A lot of the jumpers do this year. They, I, I particularly ours though. I like the Carlton one as well. It's the, yep. the, oh, the tree one, with the uh, with the boomerangs around it. It's good. I like it. And did anyone see the the artwork up in Darlinghurst? Yes. Um, yeah, of Bud. Bud. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. That was a bit of straight yeah. art. Very good. Very very good. We stuff. love that. Um, but Carlton present um, a couple of unique challenges. Paddy Cripps is probably the best inside mid in the comp at the moment. Easily, I'm loving Paddy, but I don't know if I would say that he is the leading. I think contested he is. player in the comp. I think he is definitely. I think he's just been massive yeah. every I, week. And don't get me wrong. Massive. Don't get me wrong. This, does, this is. I'm. I'm there with you. I'm just not entirely there. Personally. Who do you think is? I guess I mean like, who's had a better his... year than Cripps this year as a as an inside ball winning mid? 
<laughs> yeah, fair. Fair. I'll give you that. I like think that five, at the peak... Maybe. But for example, yeah, so five's there. I think, like, look at the game that Kennedy just played on the weekend. Yeah, no, Kennedy's yeah, up Kennedy's there. Up there. 100%. Kennedy's coming in great form in the last six yeah, weeks. Yeah, exactly. And that's I suppose that's where my comment comes from. Yeah. I think that there are more experienced contested mids who, yeah. are, who are better inside mids. I think the fact that he is... Has he even played 50 games? Kid's 23. He would have probably just, just played 50 just, games. Just yeah. played 50. He's a special player. He's, he's gonna unbelievable. Be he's going to be captain for like 15 years. He's an unbelievable player. Unbelievable player. Does George go to him? I, th- I would certainly say he's yeah. at a level where you just respect him and you just put someone side by side. Head to head. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You're not trying to shut him out because you won't. You simply will not. Cruiser against Sinclair, that's going to be a big one, well, especially if uh, Cameron doesn't come in. I don't think it should. I think Cameron should give Cameron baptism by fire. So are you saying... I reckon, agree with that. Do you reckon Cameron in for Sinclair or Cameron in for McCarthy? No, I reckon... Chuck Sinclair shouldn't be dropped. I think Managed, Sinclair. I rested. think. I think. Well, I think he can Managed. just play what out of term. the. Can, it's like hamstring awareness. <laughs> where did that, where did a, that come a, from? What a footballing world where we live in. Did, yeah, indeed. <laughs> this is um, being managed. But uh, I think he can just him him playing out of the goal square is similar to that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's fair. Let him kick a couple of goals. Probably seventy five percent game time exactly, at full forward, exactly. just as good as a rest. But Chuck yeah. Cameron in. Baptism yep. by fire. I would dare say that if he has to go head-to-head with Cruz, given the fatigue that we're starting to see, and a bloke like Cruz who's got a massive tank, yeah, he's going to struggle. And he's very physical, Cruiser. So it's just going to tire. He's in good form, Cruiser. Yeah, he's in great form. He is. He's struggled look, with injuries his hope, entire career. Look, hopefully Cal can get hit his second wind just before this week and just bash it out until the bye. But yeah. if not... Yeah, probably need to see him rested forward. I'd love, I'd love to see him rested forward. Yeah, yeah. I know Definitely. we we harp on about it time oh, and time again. We love to harp on about it. We'd love <laughs> to see Cal go forward and just clunk a couple and full forward chief. Absolutely, <laughs> just let Bud play up the ground as much as he wants. <laughs> you should have seen Tommy just then. He almost jumped out of his seat. Um, yeah, a great put Buddy in the midfield. Uh, Change it up. Blues probably... Do something funny. Do something funny. Blues probably could have beaten Geelong last week if they had to just kick yep, straight absolutely. inside forward 50. Were, had, more inside, so solid. had more inside 50s, more tackles, but went five goals, 15 in front of the sticks. Yeah, see, that's the thing. They're almost there. It's just it's just that polish that they, that they lack. And not having... Did I have Charlie playing this week? They did, did last they? week. Oh, I don't know if he played last yeah. week. Yeah. So I mean, you you miss out on guys like that who can hit the hit the scoreboard, makes it hard. But they're they're a reasonable side. We've still got to pay. There's a respect. lot of there's a lot of talent. Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Love Zach Fisher. Uh, Paddy Dow's showing great signs in his first yes. year. Samo Petrescu Seaton, he's a he's a quality kid. Yes. Uh, Lockie O'Brien, he, he's developed into a nice little player as well. Um, but just. All around the ground, we're just a tougher, more experienced side. We win every position. Best best way to put it, Mads, is, is polish. Yeah. We simply have more polish. Yeah. And last time we played them, we won by 81 points and Buddy booted 10 on Liam Jones on the and SCG. absolutely thefted the Coleman medal from around Josh Kennedy's <laughs> knees. <laughs> I love that. I'm still filthy about the, uh, the round six clash. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'm agree. Still filthy about that, and I still think we need to make amends for for that. And it's a shame Callum's not playing. Did it make you happy to see that, Tommy? <laughs> what the ten goal thrashing, or the round six? Round six last year. That make you happy? Uh, that make you think about <laughs> switching back? <laughs> You've done it once before. Did you did you just launch the <laughs> scarf at the ground in the uh, in the Melbourne Cricket Club and just say nah, back on the blue? Wasn't my favourite performance. Seeing Brandon Jack get run down in the goal square wasn't the, wasn't the uh, best moment of last year. But no. Anyway, Indeed. but the Blues uh, this year they're the, lo- the lowest scoring team in the comp, uh, averaging sixty five points per game, and, and I against think we'll, I think we'll get more than that. Uh, against the dream team down back. It's going to yep. be hard to score at the best of times. Absolutely. I think we're looking pretty good. And also, this will be Dan Hanabry's 200th game for the Mighty Bloods. Now, Dan Hanabry, I'm not sure when his birthday is, but he would be 27 this year. He is, yep. Nine years is pretty quick to 200. It is. It is. And 200 tough games. Yeah, Real tough hard. Games. He, he never... We mentioned before, he just gets cleaned up never week just, after week after week. Never just cruised through any games, did he? 
There's never been yeah. one where he's just like, I'm going to take it easy. It's, no, I'm going to get belted and I'm going to belt people. He's going to gut gonna, run and I'm, he's going to work. I'm going to limp a little bit when I get up off the ground. He's always limping. He's, he, he's, done, it, he's done 200 tough games of footy. Yeah, absolutely. So congrats to Dan. Indeed. The great man, Hannes. So any any thoughts uh, on a tip for this one, boys? Are we going to blow, blow them out of the water or is it going to be close? Depends on the weather, really, I think, to be honest. I think it'll be somewhere in between. I would 15 love, goals? I would love to see a 15 goal win because <laughs> we desperately need the percentage. Yeah, no rain. We're sitting, we don't want, no rain we're on sitting, Friday. We don't we're want sitting rain. fourth. And our percentage is what I think one sixteen at the I moment. I think we're fifth. I think we're fifth. No, fourth. No, we're fourth. We? Yeah, we're in the fourth. In really? The fourth. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Sitting pretty, Matt. Well, we we definitely do need a percentage. We do, um, and that's why I would love to see a a bit of a a bit of a belting. That being said, Indeed. I still have a lot of respect for the Carlton Footy Club, and I think that they can turn it on. Effectively, good news uh, during the week. Jordan Dawson and Alex Johnson will both take to the field in the Neafel side or the Neafel side <laughs> this <laughs> this weekend. Old habits, um, which will be great to see those boys making their comeback from injury. But Lewis Melican is still a little bit away, and Tom Harley touched on that in our injury update this afternoon. Yeah, unfortunately for Lewis, um, uh, he's had a, a minor setback uh, in, in his other hamstring. Um, uh, just going through the final stages of rehab, so um, look, he'll he'll miss the next couple of weeks, which probably takes us up to the bye, which is disappointing for Lewis and disappointing for us. Um, but we'll assess as we go. Um, but uh, he was absolutely nearing a return to play, but unfortunately, won't be uh, in the next couple of weeks. Tommy, yes, Benny, you've just thrown to a stinger and absolutely <laughs> burnt Mads. You didn't even give us a bloody tip. You absolute dog. You've gone straight to the near apple, as you like to call it. Mads, uh, thank, a prediction thank for Thank you, Lincoln? Benny. Thank you, Benny. Swannies by eight goals. Swannies by 12 goals. 12 goals. All right, you got it out of me. Swannies by 15. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. And please, True Blood's faithful, get stuck into him if we lose. <laughs> yeah, last time, hopefully you, we last time you tipped us yeah. by fifteen goals, it wasn't a great omen. So hopefully it is this time. Um, but, so sorry, sorry about uh, throwing the reserve stinger and the injury stinger early. So bad news about uh, Melican; he's had a setback with so his injury. Three more weeks, three, two to three more, which is unfortunate. The good news is I saw Sam Reid four weeks. Yep. He was sitting at eight for probably about eight weeks. Well, so. it's listed as four to eight. Four yep. to eight. So um, it's gone from eight to four to eight. That's so. positive, I guess. Uh, yes. Let's Something. not play down AJ as well. AJ. AJ yes. into the navel. Massive. AJ's back. Massive. So, might actually might even get me to tune in. I believe they stream <laughs> they stream those games. Occasionally they yep. do. I'm I'm hopeful that they stream them more frequently because I'd love tuning into the old uh, yeah. live stream. You would, Tommy. That'd yeah. be, you'd be yeah, all around great stuff. that, I think. Great stuff that the, uh, the Neeful page do on Facebook with Neeful. the live stream. There you go. The Neeful. Oh. Um, and spe- speaking of the, the Neeful, the Neeful, uh, we do have a reserves update and the boys roll on. 16-point win against the Lions on the weekend. Uh, the Neeful side's third win in a row after starting with four losses and the boys move up to fourth on the ladder. So... Starting to turn into a pretty good season after what was an ugly start. Robinson, Cameron, Newman, Towers, Fox, Alia, James Rose, Colin O'Reardon, and Joel Amadi all impressive again. Tommy, tell me, I remember a time when in the Neeful we used to belt teams. Great pronunciation, man. Thank you. <laughs> Allocution is key. Um, we used to belt teams by 200 points. Has Do you feel that? The Neeful's gotten a lot stronger recently. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely gone from strength to strength. There are sides. I mean, last week wasn't a great indicator of it. Southport were on top of the ladder and we beat them by 88 points. But um, I, I think 
I think this week is going to be a really good indicator of how strong the the NEFL competition has become because mm-hmm. we're playing against Sydney Uni, who are undefeated. There's Is that Xavier seven Richards? Or well, there's yeah, there's a few familiar faces Absolute in that side. Peanut. Absolute flog of a human being. It's not just Xavier. It's uh, Craig Bird, Shawnee Edwards, and Jack Hiscox also running around down there as with Craig uh, Bird. Yeah, yes. Birdie, Birdie's up there um, uh, with former Bulldog defender Tom Young and former West Coast and Port Utility Lewis Stevenson. So there are some names that we've heard before running around for Sydney Southwood Uni. Sharks, did you say? Oh, well, Sydney Uni this week. That no, 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 but they, they were uh, the team that was on top of the ladder. Southport were on top of the ladder till we smashed them by 88 points. Now Sydney Uni's on top of the ladder. There so go. uh, we've got to beat two top-of-the-table sides in three weeks. Southport Sharks. Uh, and with the Brisbane win in the middle. I'm, um, going, I'm were... going straight to the team list here. Want to know what kind of uh, what kind of players are going into that list? So just two points in front at half time. Uh, it was a pretty tight battle in the first half, but broke away with four goals to one in the third term, and then just able to grind it out. Um, Cameron Newman Robinson, clear highlights. Newman two goals and had about thirty. Robinson had about thirty again. Cameron was one of the best on ground in the ruck and floating forward. We'll check it. We'll check it, but. Uh... I would like to know the status of James Rose's contract. I know Newman's up at the end of this year. Don't don't bother checking it out. We'll check in the break. But again, in the same vein as Nick Newman, if they're playing good footy and they're not getting games, they're going to be on their way. Yep. Which I look. I'm not. I mean, not overly fussed with. You to can't. Be honest. You can't keep them all. Well, you've got everybody on. Like a, a lot of the True Bloods faithful really don't want to lose Newman and I understand that but if you can't you can't play everyone Tommy yeah and the ones that aren't getting a game are naturally going to want to go elsewhere yeah. especially if it's not their home state yeah exactly that's uh, that's absolutely fair it's an unfortunate reality mm, um, but hopefully we can keep Nick Newman hopefully we can keep James Rose very uh, talented fellas and hopefully they can push for spots in the senior side um, towards the latter point of the year uh, so that's a good reserves. at the end of the day a good problem to have yeah definitely yeah. definitely. and I still I love seeing Ali's name in the uh, in the best he'll get his shot he'll get his shot so another win for the Neeful side 16 point winners against the Lions and up to fourth on the ladder well done boys uh, and that brings us to the rest of the tips for round 11 and well Sydney versus Carlton we've already taken that one down uh so we turn our attention to Saturday, uh, 1.45 p.m. at Etihad. It is the Bulldogs taking on the Demons. Bulldogs third, uh, 14th and the Demons are third. Uh, who is winning this one, fellas? After the way that Melbourne went about absolutely annihilating Adelaide, there's no way the Bulldogs can, can get over the top of them. Could it be three 90-plus wins in three weeks? If I was, I was incredibly harsh on Melbourne last week with what I said about them, incredibly harsh. And I haven't changed my mind. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that... The, I don't know if the Ds are the third what best is, side in the what, comp. What but is all this chatter? Talking about flags. Yeah, it's well, they're going sitting, a bit early on they're that. Sitting, they're going very early, but... They, they are a club whose supporters have been starved of success. Yeah, but... And I'm not talking about finals. I'm talking about home and away wins. Yeah. yeah. And this is for the better part of 10, 15 years now. Yeah. No, I and completely understand So that. they're obviously... I mean, I think going to get a bit ahead of themselves. But like you said, they have a, a knack for letting their supporters down. And there's every chance that they, they will. That being said, they were, they've just won two games... By ninety, plus by 90 points. Pl- ninety plus points, yeah. and you one can was against ar- Carlton. You can, yeah, but you should argue then. You could argue then that they were that they should beat them by ninety points, and they did. Mm. They went out and they absolutely annihilated. Them. Yep, yep, yep. It, uh, I, you know, last year the finals paraphernalia and merchandise being sent out early. This just reeks of that of, again. Of it's of pretty funny, again. isn't it? It is. It's too funny. Uh, it's like a I can't wait to see what happens. Look, more power to them, as I said. They are they, playing good they, football. They're playing great football, and their supporters deserve it. I, I have many, many mates who are diehard Melbourne supporters, and it's great to see them up and about. It's also great to laugh at them when it is It's very good to laugh at them. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes, but I, I think they'll um, confidently beat 
Bulldogs. Yep. They five or six goals for me. Yeah, I don't know what's exactly the same. I'm five or yeah, six goals. I don't know what's wrong at that football club, the Western Bulldogs, but there's there's something seriously wrong. Uh, I've also been told during the week we should put a for me counter on this segment because the amount of times that the three of us go, well, for me, oh, for mine. For well, me, I'd yeah. say I think I think for mine is probably for mine, mine or for me. Yeah. yeah. We're, all, we're, all, we're all private school boys. I'm happy to admit. I'm happy to throw the hand up. I say that far too regularly. <laughs> There's a selection of words that I think we all go to. Absolutely is one of my Mighty. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next game, the Hawks are taking on Port Adelaide. Uh, it's down in Tassie. Hawks probably... Hawks don't the lose Hawks there. don't lose in Tassie. Uh, they are a bit shaggy, but... They'll, they'll sort it out. For mine... Matt. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Hawks, Hawks uh, I'm going to say four to five. I think that uh, is, is Ryder playing? Not sure. They're coming off the uh, bye. It can do, it can go either way coming off a bye. I think they, you have the potential to be quite flat, I think, coming off coming off a break, especially because they've been in China. So I think, um, I think Hawthorne will get the job done down at their second home. Isaac Smith and Luke Bruce usually light up Tassie. So I'd say they'll do that So again. does Ruffy. Ruffy, yep, another one. So, yeah, Haw- Hawks just. Hawks mm. just. Port-, Port will give it a crack. Uh, Suns and the Cats. Uh, it's going to be up at Metricon. First game at Metricon this year. Suns. You know, Suns. Yeah, I, I'm... Suns by a goal. Suns, eh? Suns by a goal. Suns have lost their Geelong. last four. Geelong, I won't be surprised though if if the Suns get up. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a bit of a line in the sand game for for Gold Coast. Uh, when I say line in the sand, I, I suppose what I really meant to say is they actually step up and they show us what they're really capable of. Yep. Because I think there are some holes in the Cats. Many and and now with Radagalia, who was Gee, probably was tragic, yeah. absolutely that gutting because he's yeah. such a talent. Yeah, the tib fib that is as bad as it gets. Yep. And it's as bad as it gets. That's yep. like uh, it's like Nathan Brown. I'm pretty sure Nathan what, Brown was tip hit. Yeah, it's it's really bad. And what a story, Radagalia, yeah, um, yeah. which has just come to an abrupt halt for the season 2018. But we wish him all the best. We do. And let's face it, they can't really rely on Hawkins. No, they can't. He's garbage at the moment. He's not the player he used to be. He's just so slow. So he's a bit, he's a bit of a truck, isn't he? Yeah, he's all, he's an 18 wheeler. Uh, I don't mind the call of the Gold Coast Suns getting out. Aaron Hall in pretty good nick since he's come back into the side. Jared Harbrow having another very good year. Jared Lyons having a very good year. Jared Witts, a few Jareds up at the Suns. Jared Witts in the ruck is going to be a handful for whichever Geelong Ruckman plays. They're all garbage. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Tommy goes whack. uh, Miller. Not often we see that out of Tommy. He's pretty level-headed, isn't he? He's very level-headed, isn't he? Miller really puts put the sting on tonight, didn't he? You don't don't sleep very well last night, Tommy. Don't like Geelong. Don't like him. Uh, Gold Coast for me too. Uh, Gold Coast by 10 points, I reckon. Good. Uh, Essendon, Richmond, dream time at the G. Tiggs. Yeah, I think uh, Essendon are going to come back to reality this weekend. I hope so, because I'm sick of seeing all these <laughs> nuffy Essendon supporters going, we are back. Yeah. We're back. No, you're not. Yeah, They're a long way from it. I reckon it could be close, and it could be similar to the Richmond St Kilda game last week where Richmond let them have a false sense. Oh, of, Rich, Richmond will just flex their muscle in the fourth quarter. And the last quarter, again. they'll yeah. just run away by six or seven yeah. goals. Um, Eagles oh, <laughs> taking on St Kilda. First versus 16th over at Optus. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's yuck. That's yeah. Oh, poor old no, I don't, no, no comment on that one, yeah. boys. I think yeah. that's that's a shoe yeah. in. Just tick it and move on. Eagles uh, north versus the Lions at Etihad on Sunday. This will actually be interesting. Yeah, this will yeah. be interesting because North are going really well. But I was really impressed with what I saw so out, of the, out of so the Lions. Uh, it's got to be North though for mine. Yep, it as will. much as I it regret, will be North. As much as I regret tipping Brown and White. What day is that on? Uh, that'll be Sunday at one ten. Etihad I might go to that. Not go to the the the, the uh, significant other. My darling girlfriend Becky is a Brisbane supporter, and we often go and. Sorry to break it to you, True Blood, True Blood faithful. Yeah, Mads yeah. is a taken man. <laughs> Tommy, on the other hand, bit of a one man wolf pack at the moment. Oh yes, <laughs> single and ready to mingle, ladies and gentlemen. Next game is Collingwood taking on the Fremantle Dockers. Eighth, not um, gentlemen. Gentlemen, <laughs> probably not gentlemen. Probably give that a miss.
Collingwood Fremantle at the G, 320. Not that there's anything wrong yeah, with certainly that. Certainly not. Mate. Certainly there's not. Nothing wrong certainly, with that. Definitely not. Sunday afternoon, the Pies get it done, I reckon. Yep. Yeah. They're playing great footy. They are? I've, I've always had a, a mild disdain for the Collingwood Football Club up until I, I still do. I still now, do. I think yeah, they're playing, you always have a bit of disdain. But they're, for they're playing a really attractive. They've brand done it footy. to themselves, Matt. Oh, if do I know better than anyone, don't worry. Here's a question: If you're saying at this stage that West Coast, Richmond, and Sydney are the three favourites to make the prelim final, well, who would you have in fourth? Well, do you know what? I, you know, I'm going to go left of centre here. I reckon North Melbourne. North Melbourne, eh? Hey? Have Benny won't like that. North Melbourne have certainly do not approve sort of side <laughs> that they can. They're, they're playing great footy, and they are. We're not. We're not even getting talked about. If you if you listen to it, if you talk, if you hear people talking about premiership, we're not even mentioned. It's Yo, it's West Coast. Well, we're the sleeping giant. Except eighty on the we're the sleeping giant. We're just <laughs> thanks eighty flying under the radar. A little bit of seven and three. No one's talking about us. No yeah. one knows about it. It's very good. We like it. It is. It is. But I reckon for mine, there it is. North, North Melbourne. North well, Melbourne are playing really good footy. Well, I'm going to go with the team that we were talking about with the the uh, the game before the Collingwood Magpies. I think they're in some serious nick at the moment. I think if they can have all their prime movers fit coming into September, they're going to be pretty tough to stop, yeah, even even by a North Melbourne or a Melbourne who are in pretty good form at the moment. The likes of Trelaw and Phillips and... Side bottom, Grundy, Pendles, even Mason Cox. Mason, if he he's a target, and he he, he bobs up and he's he's been pretty consistent. Dugowie's oh, kicking yeah, bags. Dugowie's berserk. Jezza Howe's having a gun. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 gun. he's going to have clubs knocking the door down to sign that man, but he'll sign with Collingwood, I reckon, for mine for some big dollars. Oh yes. Uh, so Collingwood for me for that. Oh, I, I won't chip in. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind who I think is going to come in for Tommy. just burning <laughs> people left, right and centre. You've clipped me again. <laughs> I didn't think that was a And burn. as far as I'm concerned, you're on notice <laughs> for mine. What do you reckon? How's your tip? Come on. Well, given that you're both going with those, I'm inclined to give the cats a look in. For the, for the flag? For fourth. Probably not for the flag. Oh, for fourth. Yeah, no, sorry. I did cut you off before asking you that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. That's why I made a point of it, Tom. We'll take, the, we'll take this one off here. Uh, I, to be honest, it, it could be any three of them. Probably more over Kangas and, and the Pies. I, yeah. I, Their midfield artillery of the Pies is very, is very good. Pendles is in such good touch. Uh, you've also got to account for the fact, though, that Dangerfield and Selwood can effectively do it on their own. They can they they can basically pull the club all the way through. Correct. Let's talk about how garbage Adelaide were. Terrible. Yeah, oh, they were junk, weren't Pathetic. they? But equally as poor were the GWS Giants, who they take on this Sunday, four forty Adelaide Oval. Let's let's be fair about Adelaide though; they are missing some firepower. They are. They are missing a lot of good players, and I mean, you, if you take the what they, they were missing, Seedsman, Sloan, Tex, who else? Uh, Brad Crouch. Brad Crouch. Okay, we haven't heard, so we haven't heard about if you, him all If year. you take out three of our best players, we're going to be pretty rubbish too. Any team is going to be rubbish if you take out their th- three of their top players. They've yeah. still got a good enough list to be a lot more competitive. Of than course, they were it's, it doesn't. It doesn't give you a ninety-point head they've start. They've got. They've got. They've got bandwagoners at the moment. Oh, so many blokes who are just not. They've got downhill wrong. skis as far as the eye can see. It's a joke, but uh, but yeah, injuries don't help. GWS, as you've said Speaking all year. Speaking of downhill skis. Yeah, you've, you've said it all year, Tommy. No killer instinct. Tell us how you really feel, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, they are not in, in good shape, the GWS Giants. It will be the Adelaide Crows on their home deck. It will. Agreed. You, can't, you simply cannot back the Giants based on their current form. Agreed. Yeah, they've they got, cannot pull it together as a side. I, I think uh, the, pretty much their whole 22, apart from one player at the moment either lacks toughness or lacks natural footy smarts. And that player, Stephen Cornelio, has been outstanding all year. But the rest of them either 
not smart, not smart enough when they've got the ball in hand. So, enough such as is the key word there. Enough is the key word there because yeah. they have a lot of guys who are still clever footballers and who still have great skills, just not on the same level. Agreed. Or they're not tough enough. Such to, as the point, Ryan to the point Griffin. where they. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, I spare a thought for Brett Delidio. Yeah, so do I. Because he just, yeah, it just hasn't gone right for him, has it? Somebody with immense talent, and he just made the wrong call. <laughs> he, yeah, great, great player, but is now unfortunately at the wrong end of his career. Yep, and at the wrong club with the way that they're playing at the moment. Adelaide will get this one done, and that is the tips for round eleven. It should be a cracking round of Australian rule football in the AFL. This has been True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast. And that is it for another week. Calm the mighty bloods for this Friday night, 7.50 at the SCG against Carlton. And make sure you check us out on all the social channels, iTunes, Wooshka, Facebook and Instagram. Thanks to Madison Clark and Ben Andrew for being here once again. My bloody pleasure, Tommy. Always a pleasure, Tommy. My name is Tommy Flanagan. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week on True Bloods. Up the Swannies.